As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Bites of Health, where we hope to take a bite out of your parent worries each day with sound advice and guidance. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist, and today I'm joined by our amazing pediatrician bestie, Dr. Anthony Porto. Hello, Anthony. Hi, Jess. How are you today? Today, we are going to talk about vitamin D. The clock is ticking, so let's get to it. Anthony, there's this common belief that if a child drinks milk and plays outside, that they're covered when it comes to vitamin D. Is this the case? Surprisingly not. So when we think about it, for a child to get their milk intake, they have to drink about 32 ounces of milk per day. And most kids are not doing that. In addition, Playing outside has become more controversial because you're outside, but we're lathered in sunscreen, which really prevents that vitamin D conversion. So studies really show that about 42% of Americans have vitamin D deficiency. It's a little bit less of an impact in children with about 15% of children ages 1 to 11 having vitamin D deficiency, but up to 17% of adolescents and 32% of young adults. Well, that's concerning. So why is vitamin D so crucial for kids? Well, vitamin D is really essential for bone health, and this is especially true for growing children. It helps in the absorption and how we retain calcium and phosphorus, which are crucial for building strong bones. And it prevents conditions like rickets, which is a bone softening disease that can affect growing children. Interesting. So beyond bone health, are there other aspects of a child's well-being that vitamin D affects? Absolutely. I mean, we heard about vitamin D with COVID saying you need to have high vitamin D levels to help with how we address COVID. And that's also true because it plays a role in the immune system and has also been linked to mental health. And some research suggests that deficiency may increase the risk of depression. So how much vitamin D is recommended for our kids? So the American Academy of Pediatrics has recommendations for babies under 12 months of age. They need about 400 international units daily. That's IUs. While toddlers and older children and adolescents, they should get about 600 international units per day. Now, this recommendation was increased in 2008 due to the growing evidence of the long-term health benefits. Most multivitamins will have between 400 and 600. So it's just important to check the vitamins and make sure that your child's getting this amount. Um, Some kids may need a little bit more, but speak to your pediatrician depending on the levels that they have. All right. So can you share some ways that our kids can increase their vitamin D levels through diet? So enriched foods are another way to increase vitamin D in a child's diet. So you want to look for foods that are fortified with vitamin D, and this includes milk, cereals, some orange juices, yogurt, as well as margarine. And vitamin D is unfortunately only found naturally in a few foods, mostly fish like salmon, sardines, tuna, mackerel. They can also be found in eggs and mushrooms. 
All right. So now let's talk about supplements. So if you've listened to the Unbiased Science podcast, which I also host, you'll know that we typically do not recommend supplements except in instances when there are clinically diagnosed deficiencies. And so Anthony, based on what I'm hearing, it sounds like many children are deficient in vitamin D, even if they're increasing vitamin D consumption through their diet. So can we talk a little bit about vitamin D supplements for kids? Families will often ask, oh, should I start a multivitamin? And for most kids, a multivitamin is not really necessary. But I do think a vitamin D supplement is often necessary. And I actually ask families to find that specific ingredient as the only one they supplement. So it depends on the age. Let's look at this from, a, from birth onward. From in infants, if you are being breastfed, they need a supplement because there's insufficient uh, vitamin D in breast milk. So all infants who are breastfed should be given a supplement that's 400 international units per day so they can meet that requirement. Formula-fed infants, historically, we thought they didn't need a supplement because there's vitamin D fortified in formula. That being said, you need to consume at least 32 ounces of formula per day to get all the vitamin D they need. So any child who's consuming less than 32 ounces a day should get a vitamin D supplement as well. And then children and teenagers who may be avoiding dairy or those who are not getting enough dietary vitamin D may also need a supplement. All right. So when it comes to supplements, what forms are suitable for different age groups? So the good thing is they come in many different forms. So for infants, usually I recommend a liquid supplement. There are ones that just one drop gives your child what they need. You can put that on their tongue. You can also put it in a bottle if that's something that would just make you be able to give it to them regularly or they take it easier that way. As they get older, there are chewable vitamins um, for those who are over three years of age who can chew harder candy and foods. There are pills. There are also some gummies. It really is trying to find the one that has the right amount of vitamin D and also the one that you'll remember to take every day or give every day to your younger children. All right. Well, I learned something. We hope you learned something and we have lots more to share. You can get your bite of health every day, Monday through Friday. If you like what you've heard here, let us know. Leave us a review on Apple and be sure to tell your friends. Remember, there is no single or best way to parent. Parenting is a journey and we are all just doing our very best. We wish you happy, healthy, and stress-free parenting. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts, and its name tells part of the story. The big picture questions and the most interesting research in science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly, and I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us, and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.